What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Fit Identity Podcast, where we talk everything think, eat, and move, and how that can help the wellness of your life. Okay, before we get into this episode, I want to let you guys know that I didn't release it right away because I needed to sleep on it and make sure that I felt good about putting it out because I didn't want any hate to be put on splits. I do believe in them. I think they're scientifically proven. I think they have their place. I think they have produced a lot of results for many people that have been on fitness journeys, as well as trainers that have put together some pretty phenomenal programs that have helped a lot of people. Whether you're a new trainer or a seasoned veteran, splits are awesome. Like I do love them. I just found something that really worked for me, and in that process, I want to be able to help as many people as possible and be able to put you in a place that's going to yield the most result for you. Splits belong in some people's workouts. Splits should be a place where people can get results, and they can. They're amazing. However, I don't believe that they should be in everyone's, and I do believe that people should begin to develop consistent behaviors and patterns that they have in their workouts that they can fall back on when times become stressed. And I just wanted to make sure that I said that before we start this podcast, because I go hard into pain on why I believe total body workouts are amazing, but I don't want to forget or alienate my followers that are hardcore die a ride or die on splits and that I work with and that I do help with that. With that being said, let's just jump into it and let's mix it up. And have you, as you have any comments or feelings or opinions on splits and total bodies, please reach out to me. Movement. We're going to talk about total body training, something I've been doing quite a bit now and all I've been doing actually. I have not been doing splits and we're going to talk about How I feel about total body training versus splits, who should do it, why you should do it, why you shouldn't do it, uh, all the things that uh, involve total body training. And I want to talk about that this week. So without further ado, let's just jump into it. That way this podcast will not be as long as it needs to be and you guys can get on with your day. So let's talk it. I just got it out of the way right away. You heard me from the get-go. Total body training, I believe in it. I believe that most people don't need splits. I really do. I don't believe that most people need an upper day, a lower day, uh, a uh, an upper lower day, a push pull day. I don't believe it. I believe that if your workouts that your total body are doing are programmed appropriately, you should be fine doing it, doing those all week long. All right, but let's talk about why I think that and what I've been able to come up with. Number one, I've been doing them now for the better half, on and off for two plus years, two and a half years. And I started doing them when I came off of my ankle surgery and I was just trying to gain strength back. And there was no way I could do a pure lower body day. I just didn't have the ability. I didn't have the strength. I didn't have the doctor's green light to be able to go ahead and do a, uh, a total body workout. Or I mean, a, a lower body workout. So I was like, wow, I'm worried. So if I just do upper body, I'm going to end up with this bigger upper body and I'm going to end up with this next to nothing lower body. And how is this going to look? I'm not going to be symmetrical. And then I'm going to have to fight that. And I'm going to be the guy that everyone goes, duh. Hey, dude, he looks like he skipped legs day. 
And I just didn't want to be that. So I set out on this journey to then start to program some workouts that would be total body. And, you know, rule of thumb is, you know, somewhere between 10 and 15 sets a week of a body part should be enough. I, I guess it's between 10 and 20, but, you know, 10 and 15 is probably the sweet spot, not overtraining. 20 is on the upper side. Uh, sets, that is. So total sets. And, and if you just did a pure leg day, you would easily do 15 sets of legs. Um, so thinking that through, I was like, all right, well, if I do uh, legs day, if I did two or three sets of legs every day for five days a week, that's 15 sets, right? Five days, three sets of a workout, that would be five, or that would be 15. And when I started to think about it all through, I was like, all right, I can do that without overdoing my ankle, without taxing my ankle, without stressing, you know, because the doctor was like, don't do too much. I know how you are. You're going to get involved and you're going to want to push it and you're going to want to come back early. Our job is not to come back early. That was one of the statements my doctor said. So anybody out there with an injury, please heed my warning on this or heed the advice of my doctor. He said, Mike, there is no bonus. There is no ROI. There is no money. There is no championship trophy for you coming back early on your injury, like beating your friends, beating the last patient I had, your job is to come back and have as much mobility, much uh, access to strength and power, uh, as much of anything that you could have from your ankle as possible, if not more than when you hurt it. And I was like, oh, that was my eye opener. I was like, you're right. Like, does it make a difference if I come back in two months or three months? So we set out on this two-year journey, and that's what set my expectations immediately with my ankle, and I went into total body training. So that's where it started, and I started to look at, well, if I, I do all this, like two, three sets of biceps or five sets of biceps on one day and two sets of biceps on another, uh, and just kind of do these uh, uh, total body workouts, and I'll explain to you kind of kind of how I, I programmed my stuff in general um, because I did still do somewhat splits where I'm like, oh, this is a little bit more concentrated bicep day where, you know, maybe it was a it was a lift-heavy bicep day, five sets, five reps with 30 seconds rest in between. That was five sets, right? And, and then the next day, maybe I did one set of 20. And then the day after that, maybe I did two sets of uh, – uh, of 10. And then the day after that, maybe I did three sets of 15. And it all just started to add up into that 15 to 20 sets in a week. While my whole mentality was get those st- sets in. And then the mentality was stimulate the muscles on days that I wasn't lifting heavy and really going after them. And then Go after them on other days. Like that was the whole idea was some days will be really hard days on those muscles and other days will be trigger days on those muscles. And I got to tell you, it's after two years, two and a half years, it's worked out phenomenal for me. And I feel good. I've never felt like, oh, I can't walk after legs day. I can't move my arms after bicep day. I've never had those high stress days of motivation where I'm like, this is just too much for me. Like, and, and it, it was never a place where I was like, I just did too much. And now I have to kind of not do it at all for three, four, five, or even a week, you know, three or four or five days or a week. And 
it just started to flow with me very well when I started to consider that in my training. The other thing that it allowed me to do was not to be overwhelmed and stressed out that life got into the way when I was working out five days a week, just trying to come back, you know, four days, five days a week. I was just trying to gain some consistency and momentum in my workouts. And I wasn't really looking to get on this stringent plan. And all I wanted to do was show up and feel good about showing up. And what I built, and I didn't realize it, was I wasn't as stressed or overwhelmed at missing a day because I knew I was getting that day in somewhere. I didn't feel like, oh, I missed leg day and I got to get that back and now I'm off like it's supposed to be arm day, but now I got to do leg day. It's all off and how am I going to get that in? Or, oh, man, if I miss it all altogether, does that mean I got to push it till next week? How do I fit all in I'm not on the plan. The system, you know, is 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 strict. It's letting me down, and I let myself down. And you know what? This is too much for me. I might as well just stop. And I don't know all the things that go through our brain when we feel defeated. And that's where I was at. And I was at a place where I've known a lot of clients to be at. I've known a lot of my friends and my family, and maybe even you was. I was starting again, restarting. I, you know, I, I was very fit and then I became unfit and then I didn't move much at all. And then I was like kind of a weekend warrior and then I was gaining weight because I wasn't moving. I had muscle atrophy and, you know, it's almost like, oh, you were the college athlete. Now you're not. And look at you. I didn't have a dad bod, but I was squishy. Oh, I was, I was lethargic is what I was. And somewhat depressed. I really was. I was. I wasn't. I wasn't down too much of a rabbit hole. I wasn't over drinking. I wasn't doing any of the things that I shouldn't be doing. I was in a place, and I think that's the best way. Kind of like, ugh. and I didn't need any more stress or anxiety, and I couldn't stick to a plan that I was used to sticking to. A high level, concentrated plan that involved attention to detail I just needed to show up and that's where I needed to start and when I look at that and I look back to everything I've ever done to become this consistency king the, the guy that's consistent at, at all of his health and his fitness is I've always done a few things is I've always had a goal but I never paid attention to it and then I found a system that I could adhere to on my worst days to stay consistent to. And that is what I was doing. I was creating this system that on my worst days, I could stay consistent to and be successful. And it would get me to my goal. And what I see in today's people that are trying to achieve wellness and, and, and get ripped and shredded and all the good things, you know, because I work with a lot of people who love to get ripped and shredded. I do. But I also work with a lot of people restarting who have weight loss as a goal and general health. But what I have found is it's not that people are lazy and it's not that people don't want to be healthy. I have found that when people select a health and fitness plan, 
they always overshoot the plan that they should be selecting. And what do I mean by that? They always pick a plan that if they're at a level one, they pick a plan that's a level five. So there's four different levels that they just tried to skip to get to it. And then when they get overwhelmed or they get stressed or it's too much for them, they get they quit. And they have nothing to fall back on but to go back to level one. And this total body training that, you know, and this journey that I embarked on myself took me from level one to level two, level two to level three, level three to level four, level four to level five. And and that's, you know, if we we're just saying I, I, I would be at a, at a high level four right now because I went back through and developed the patterns of each stage that I was able to fall back on whenever I got stressed or overwhelmed or life got in the way. Rather than, I'm going for level five. I used to be able to do level five. And I can do level five. And I can lock down, count calories. I can lift heavy. I can do this and that. And I, just because I can lift 40 pounds, I can do 40 pounds. And it wasn't the case. Sure, I could lift 40 pounds. Maybe. I don't, I, actually, I don't even think I could. I think, I think my overhead press was somewhere around 10 pounds. And... I couldn't get 40 pounds up. So for me to start out, and I, I couldn't do multiple sets. I couldn't do a full day of legs. I couldn't do a full day of arms. I couldn't do a full day of anything. Um, so I started to do partials. And I started to string them together. And since because I, you know, I, I'm very well versed in understanding muscle growth and strength, different phases that you go through in fitness, um, I realized that I could make some days power days, some days strength days, some days endurance days. I could make some exercises endurance and some power during the day. Like I, I could mix it all up and still get results. You know, it, it made it very easy for me to show up and not to feel overwhelmed at all. And it made it really easy for me to develop those patterns so that when, like I said, like, I had a doctor's visit or I wasn't feeling up to it or I, my ankle hurt more than it should have and I had to skip the legs. I didn't feel bad about it because I knew I was going to have three, four more days of legs left in the week. I knew I was going to get my volume in. I knew I was going to be okay. I knew it wasn't a skip day. And I knew that I was able to fall back on that. For me, that was eye-opening and then to listen to a lot of my clients and watch them, even though they could test in and even though they had these abilities to do a certain level workout or a certain level lockdown restriction or, or counting calories, macros of a nutrition plan, it was just too much for them. That there were gaps between what system they wanted and where they were at and their ability to fall back. And I don't know if enough people talk about that. What are you going to fall back on if this fails? Or when it fails or when you have an obstacle. And the total body workouts were that for me and became a way of workouts and wellness for me that really opened my eyes up to coming up with a better, bigger, better system for wellness. 
And that's going to launch really soon for Fit Identity. Um, and I'm excited to bring that to you. But when I look at all of this and I say, oh, split days, right? Like, oh, yeah. Or do you need to lose body fat? Do you need conditioning? Or do you need split days? And I would, I would argue, I, I would definitely argue that although scientifically proven that split days do work and they're amazing, I don't think most people are in the position to be doing split days. I just think that most people are in a position to grow strength, to grow consistency, to grow momentum, to grow power, to grow endurance, you know, to show up on a daily basis. And then once they get to a certain place, they can begin to sculpt, and I'm doing that in quotations, or they can become specific about the results that they need. But ultimately, what people probably need without the stress in their lives is to knock some body fat off of them, you know, body composition. So that would be body fat. You need to knock some weight off them which would then allow them to move around much quicker and easier and more efficiently and, you know, to improve the modalities of flexibility, strength, uh, power, uh, conditioning, you know, heart rate. Those things in general would be great. And I do believe that you're able to achieve that in a total body if it's in the right plan for you. And if you're at that point, let me preference this. This is going to blow your minds. I don't even think some people should work out. I think some people should be walking. I'm, I'm a huge advocator of walking 10,000 steps and then figuring out the rest of your day. 10,000 steps the rest of your day. I mean, we could go into this, uh, you know, like where I think you should start is walking. Then I think you should walk more and then you should add strength uh, while you're still walking. And then you should add more strength and then you should add in specific plan. Like that's where I think most people are because they're able to build consistency and then they're able to build up these behaviors and patterns that they can fall back on. But to say that I haven't been working out for a year and a half or two years and I need to, I need to do leg day, you know, I need to do some lunges. You know what you hear? I, I'm, I'm going to guarantee that I'm going to relate to a lot of you. My knees hurt. My hips hurt. I'm tired. Like I can't do it. I can't go in a squat. It's just too much. Leg day is just too much for most people because most people aren't working out on a consistent basis. They're not. You're not, they're not, and I wasn't. So when I look at that and listen to that and see that, the volume of work that's done on legs day that's just legs is too much for most people. When they could just do a little for 30 days, and that could be your phase. Every 30 days, we reevaluate 30 days and 30 days and 30 days. Guess what happens in 30 days? You lift more weight. You go in with more intensity and you get stronger and you get stronger and you change your plan up, you know, and, and through the plans that, you know, maybe, you know, you're doing only one muscle group and then you do the next muscle group and the next, and I mean that in a total body. So you start out with legs and then you do back and then you do buys and then you do chest and then you do tries. And so it's one, one, one. And then you start to figure out how to combine those exercises into sets, supersets, uh, triple sets, giant sets, and you're able to progress that to create strength that you want to be able to do. And through that, guess what's going to happen? You're going to burn body fat. You're going to burn some calories. And then, you know, you're going to do that with your nutrition. 
and you're going to end up sculpting a fit body. You may not have the biggest biceps, you may not have the biggest shoulders, and you might not have, you know, you know the, the, the largest ass, you know, that you want to be able to have. But that comes at a later point when you're at a different level in your fitness. People that have 20, 30% body fat, they don't need to build a bigger butt. You got a big butt, okay? You got one. You got a juicy peach. It's about as simple as that. So you're not going to make it any bigger, you probably need to knock it down to make it bigger and better. And that's where most people are at. And I don't believe that that people that have higher body fat compositions need to be doing bicep day. Like, I just don't. I don't believe that you need to be in physique training. And I understand that you could be doing you know, a plan that all your friends are doing. You're like, this is great. We're all going to do the same thing. We're all going to show up. But mentally prepare yourself for this if you're not accepting where you're at. If you think that you're going to be okay, that as your friends start to get abs or that are leaner than you, start to get abs, start to get bigger shoulders and start to, you know, go up in weight and you start to look at them like, man, they look great. You know, and if you're starting to judge how you're going to look, rather than your weight loss or congratulating yourself on showing up or, you know, they're doing 15 reps because that's what they were asked to do, but you're only able to do 10 or you don't think you're lifting enough. Guess what? That might not be the right program for you at all. I get the community, but a great community, a great one, accepts you for doing the workout that's best for you and still has you around. So all of you that have those online virtual communities and whatnot, I strongly suggest that you look at understanding if you're doing a workout that everybody else is doing and it was for you to show up and that was your major goal was on your calendar, all you needed to do is check off the X's and you weren't looking for other types of goals, then you win. But if you're looking at improving your wellness in a different way, like increasing your conditioning or increasing or uh, decreasing your body fat um, you might need something different that's all that I'm going to say and that's why I don't believe that having a day of splits is appropriate for most people Although split training is unbelievable, it's great, it's scientifically proven, it definitely you know, produces results, but it was also meant for people that are going to show up and do the workout with the right intensity, the right volume, the right form, so that they could get the seven days of rest that is needed in order for them to perform better because their muscles were able to rest and regrow through the process. Think, let that sink in. Did your muscles need seven days before you started to use them again? Did you work that hard? Did you lift that much weight? Did you do that many sets so that you earned, and this, I know that that's triggering. People go, oh, don't, don't say people need to earn it. But do you think that your body needed a week's worth of rest? I'm going to guess no. And that's why I really, truly believe in total body workouts. Like I, I, 
I'm a true believer. I've got abs. Like I feel good. You know, I've got great patterns to fall back on. I feel like I'm hitting everything. I don't feel overwhelmed or stressed when I when I don't hit a day. I just go, I just tag it on to the next day, and I'm like, I'm cool. I'm good with it. I tack on conditioning at the end. I always have 10 minute conditioning after 40 minutes of lift. So it's all 40 to 50 minutes of lift and 10 minutes of steady state cardio. That's me. That that. Tends to be a workout um, in general. I might start my workout with boxing and just do drills. I don't believe that that's uh, a workout workout. I think I'm just working on skills for me because um, I'm not boxing, sparring, or sweating. I'm just really looking working on form, and then I jump into my workout. That tends to be normal for me, and I think I've done a pretty good job. Like There are days where I look, and I, I'm like, gosh, my form has incredibly increased as far as my body form like my physique physique actually improved by me doing total body and you know five days a week six days a week it just i got better posture uh, i have better movement i'm not as sore i sleep just as well um and i lift with different reps and sets like there, are like i'm gonna keep going back to this there are days where i lift most of my muscles heavy like chest day, five sets of five. That's heavy. Then I move into chest and tries. I may do uh, three sets of eight. And then I go into back, five sets of five. And then I might do buys, three three sets of 10. And then I might do shoulders, two sets of 20. Um, and then uh, I, I start my day maybe with like uh, a super set of legs. And I will do back to backs. Like I'll do uh, hamstring curls and I will do uh, glute bridges you know, thruster, uh, hip thrust. And, you know, that's a, that's a workout for me. And then I'll do 10 minutes of conditioning. Uh, oh, I'll do abs too. I like to throw abs in there. Even though I don't think you need to do them, for whatever reason, I just feel good about it. I'll do three sets of whatever I need to do of abs. And that to me, I've, I've hit it all. No matter what, each week, every day, I've hit it all. Five days a week, if I do it four days a week, if I do it six days a week. I've hit it all, and I've never felt like I missed a day. And if you take a peek at the way I look, um, I'm pretty spot on with my nutrition. And what do I mean by that? I think I practice my nutrition just the way that I I work out. I look at everything as a total body situation rather than, I got to get so much protein in. Yeah, I got to grow my muscles. Protein, protein. Okay, I get it. Protein helps. I eat balanced. I eat balanced meals, I eat an ample enough protein, ample enough ve- uh, veggies, ample enough fats, and I eat. I'm not stressed out about it. I don't be, I'm not opening my phone, counting my app, you know, trying to figure out where I'm at and, and be like, oh, let me put this into the app. Let me put this in, count my macros. Did I do this? But I've also gone through a very long journey. And I want you guys to kind of understand that, when you get to a point where you've got habits and patterns, you can fall back on not using apps. You can fall back on not using containers. You can fall back on not counting calories. You can fall back because you kind of know what you're doing and you're in the zip code. You might not live on Rodeo Drive in Beverly Hills, but you live in 901, 901-90120. I think that's it. I don't even know the zip code over there. But you live in the zip code of Beverly Hills. Just because you don't live on Rodeo Drive doesn't mean you don't live in Beverly Hills. And I think that that's something that I would hope you guys take away from this is it's going to take time to get well and to have wellness. 
I don't know if you need physique training. It might be too much. That's up to you to decide where you're at with your wellness and what your expectations are of the phase that you are in. If you are on a plan, a workout plan, that is a phase. Okay, whether it's six weeks or four weeks, and depending how it's been programmed, it might have phases inside of it, but think of it that way. That's a phase. It's a cycle. And for that cycle, is that cycle producing the most reward for your efforts? And I think that you're going to have to decide what the reward is. And if the reward is community and show up, then juice, you win on leg day. You know, if it's inches... Or weight loss, conditioning, sleeping well, maybe it's a different one. But understanding your expectations going into that. And since I knew my expectations with my ankle and knowing that if I showed up and if I triggered my muscles and if I worked my muscles out and I stressed my muscles, I was going to grow muscle. I was going to burn fat. I was going to get stronger. I was going to increase my conditioning. I would decrease my stress and strain levels and it would take time. I knew it wasn't going to happen overnight. It wasn't 20, 21. It wasn't three weeks. Uh, it wasn't 30, 60, 90. It was cycle by cycle, phase by phase, journey by journey. Wellness is ongoing. And then I could easily switch right now and be like, you know what? I want a bigger, better butt. Or I want broader shoulders or I, or I want a bigger chest. But I'm at the point where making those tweaks will be extremely noticeable for me and on me. And I'll be able to reap that reward and feel that success by looking and seeing the results because I'm at a time that I could adjust that. But in the beginning with my ankle, if I had targeted to look like I needed bigger legs or bigger shoulders... I would have been overwhelmed and stressed and it wouldn't have been a good place for me. And the one thing that I want for you guys is to get a high return on your efforts and I want your results to stick and stay. And finally, I want when you guys are faced with adversity and stress and obstacles, I want you to fall back on patterns you've been working on and habits you've been working on rather than fall back to your original phase and then feel defeated because that's a hard hole to get out of. I don't know what it's like to be in a hole, climb up 10 feet, and fall all the way back down or climb up 30 feet and claw, you know, fall all the way down and figure out how do I get back up in here again? I know what it's like to be in a hole and climb 10, fall two. All right. I set myself up so that when I did fall, I knew that I would have this foot, you know, this foot rung so that I could step on it. I created this. And then I'd be able to climb right back up to 10 in, in no time at all. And then at 10 feet, I learned. I learned new patterns. And I created another foothold. And then I kept climbing another foothold rather than going all the way to the bottom. So scientifically, when I think about total body workouts, I think when you stress the muscle and when the muscle grows and when you show up over and over and over, you create more muscle. 
and muscle burns fat. I have the ability to burn fat, so I will be burning fat. And when I do different reps and different sets, I have the ability to increase my muscle and my strength. Therefore, in the cyclical statement, I'm able to burn calories and burn fat. I'm doing great. And if I do 15 sets of one muscle group in a week or 20, 15 to 20, 12 to, you know, to 20, I'm good. I'm hitting it. I'm just not hitting it all at once. And it worked for me. And I think it worked for me because I was a deconditioned, basically, athlete who got hurt and put, put uh, I, I, I jumped 15, 20 pounds. I was 169, 170 when I went in, oh, 15. So I, I got out at 184, I think. So 15 pounds, let's just say 15. I put on 15 pounds and I was able to do that and back, back it down through total body workouts and create patterns. And I don't stress now. I don't stress at all. People ask me all the time how I'm so consistent and, and that's it. And that's what I want for you. I want you to be so consistent that it's just your pattern. It's just your habit. It's just your identity. It's who you are. That's a question I get asked. How do you do it? It makes you make it look so easy. And the simple answer, and that's where fit identity really came from. I was like, it's just part of who I am. I don't know. Like, I just do it. It's who I am. It's not hard being me. I'll tell you, it's not easy being me at times. I'm not the, you know, I, I could definitely use some different identity characteristics at times, but that's it. I'm like, it's just me. I just do it. And when you look at what you're doing now, it's just you. You're just doing it. It's really not that hard, right? Like, it's not that hard being a mom. It's not that hard to get up and go to work every day. You've just been doing it. People are like, how do you get up at 5 a.m.? Get your kids off to school. I don't know. I just do it. How, you know, how do you get to work by night? I just do it. How do you go grocery shopping every week? I just do it. And I want you to get to that point with your wellness and feeling good about yourself and, you know, looking good and feeling good. You know, that place, and I will always say this, no one will admit this, but that place when you get out of the shower and you say to yourself whether or not you feel you look good, reflection is one of the hardest things that we deal with on a daily basis is our own reflection. I mean, I, I know there's some people that avoid their reflection, but there's not a lot of people that see their reflection and go, yeah, I worked hard for that, man. I look good, man. I crushed it, man. I'm looking good lately. We get critical and hypercritical, you know, it's reflection analysis and it's a drum, man. Like, you look in the mirror, you're like, oh, God, I lose that stomach. Oh, God. And the only way that we beat it is to buy bigger clothes or better clothes and you know brand names and, and think we can hide it. When really we, in our heads, and our minds, get out of the shower every day and we know it. And if we got to put on a bigger size Gucci pair of pants, whether it's Gucci or not, what we think of is the size. We do. We beat, it, or we beat ourselves up because we're critical over our reflection. And I want to get you to a point where you're much, much less critical of yourself. So that's where I'm at. I mean, I could do a deeper dive. And if you guys want me to do a deeper dive on why total body workouts really work and, and how they could, but I felt like, you know, be, I wanted to give you a place to think about your program selection 
I wanted to give you a place to think that maybe you're not even at a point of working out. Maybe it's walking. Maybe it's just creating that consistency and then stacking on top of that and, you know, and then being able to fall back. You're like, I still walk every day. What's the difference? That burns fat and it's great rather than, you know, I have 60 pounds to lose. And I think that the best thing I should do is do shoulder shrugs and squats. It's probably lock down your nutrition. It's probably reduce, cut back, be consistent with walking, gain some, you know, gain some, some strength, gain some ability to be able to walk, lose some weight. So then when you do squat, it won't be so heavy on your knees. Um, and it won't be such, it won't be so much strain. Um, you'll be able to have form better, um, because you have the endurance of being able to walk and because walking is low impact, you'll be able to build that strength up without causing a, or, or without putting yourself in a high level of risk of injury and you're able to progress it. Walk to run, run to sprint, sprint to marathon. Don't be trying to run a marathon right away. So that's where I'm at. I just, I, I, I really truly don't believe in splits um, right now for me. Um, I'm, I'm not training for a show. I'm not training for anything specific. And I don't want the stress of missing a legs day and be like, oh, I haven't worked legs in, in two weeks. Oh, really? Yeah, no. So um, if you guys are looking for a plan or you need a plan or you need uh, uh, a general direction on where you're at, uh, hit me up. I'd be happy to point you in the right direction. Um, also, when Fit Identity comes out, these tools are going to become available to you in um, in a way that you're going to be able to use to, to look at your own personal roadmap and to see where you're at with your workouts, where you're at with your nutrition, where you're at with your mindset, uh, just where you're at and where the gaps are and you know, where you're doing great things. I'll just say this. There, there's going to be ability for you to applaud the great things that you're doing uh, where you could be out in front and then there's going to be ways for you to show of. Uh, uh, you know, maybe the areas that you could work more on in the gap. And I firmly believe this, that you plateau because we have gaps in all three of those things because they need to be the smallest gap that we possibly can have between those, between thinking, eating, and moving. And that is when you become an efficient machine, a performance human being, you know, a, a human performance specimen, when you have smaller gaps with those three and they move as synchronized as they possibly can. I don't know if they'll ever be even, but they can be. Um, so hit me up on my social media, you guys. I've got 36 minutes in. I was hoping this wouldn't be as long. And, uh, you know, I'm at Mike Carpenko. I'm usually on Instagram mostly. So hit me up there. Let's talk. Um, let's get you well. Because that's, that's really what I'm about is wellness. Hope you were well. And I will talk to you soon.